episode of the Codependency Survival Guide. I'm your host, Backyard Buddha, and in this episode, I want to share a story, uh, a real-life event that I witnessed in my life. And I want to talk about something very important, which... It's codependency. And one aspect of codependency and how it shows up, and the example that I'm going to give, the real life example I'm going to give you is going to demonstrate just how dark and really, really fucked up um, codependency can get, how it can cause us to treat other people with a complete, complete lack of empathy for the other person, which is really heartbreaking, but hopefully by sharing some of this information, you can bring more awareness to your own codependent patterns, because if you're listening to this podcast, then you are on the path of healing and recovery and alignment and letting go of that pain that you're holding in that's causing you to behave in this way. As a side note, you haven't already joined my Facebook group, I put a lot, a lot, a lot of fucking epic premium content inside of there. If you go to my Instagram at the Backyard Buddha or my TikTok at the Backyard Buddha, you tap the link in my bio, it'll pull up my Linktree account, my Linktree menu, and on that menu it will say join my tribe. And I'm kind of giving you a lot of steps here. And if you tap join my tribe, you can join the Facebook group and take advantage. So, one thing that I'm doing right now is I'm completely taking a break from hooking up with people or getting into a relationship until next year. Because there's so much sadness and loneliness and pain that I'm holding on to that I just don't even want the fucking distraction. I don't want, you know, to to my healing. I don't want... I don't even want to go there, like, in under no circumstances. I really want to take this year to fucking dive really deep and heal and make that a priority. I've also stopped drinking alcohol and cut out using nicotine entirely. I'm actually getting a couple tattoos, or a few tattoos, representing all of these things, so that as another added measure <laughs> to not engage in them, you know, branding them on my skin as constant reminders. I think that'll be helpful. Yeah, so I'm taking a break from a year break from relationships and hookups. And also just mindless hanging out with people. Like mindlessly going out because I'm lonely to spend time with friends. Not that spending time with friends is bad, but it's the place it's coming from, right? It's like I want to hang out with my friends when I feel inspired to hang out with my friends. I don't want to hang out with my friends to use them as an emotional tampon to curb my loneliness. And then I also inevitably end up making bad decisions while hanging out with my friends. Not because of them. <laughs> They're great friends. <laughs> They're not, you know, terrible influences or something, most of the time anyway. Uh, had to throw that one in there. <laughs> Aren't we all a bad influence on others at some point or another? I think that's healthy to have a little bit of that. No, but... I know how easy that it can become to just use people 
just their company as a way to numb and in an extreme version sex and relationships now here's the the real life example that I want to share with you someone I know was seeing someone and they had like hooked up like one time and then it was just a lot of like hanging out you know and I actually met the guy he seemed he seemed all right. Something, something about, something about him kind of put me off a little bit. But I just kind of chalk that up to like my own anxiety and insecurity and stuff. But now it makes more sense, kind of having the whole picture, the whole thing unfold. And I'm like, oh, that, that, I totally get it now. I totally understood what I was feeling from this person. So long story short. These two are hanging out, and then the person that I know ends up seeing someone else. Like an amazing, amazing person. Like super compatible. And th- she wasn't really serious with the other person. It just wasn't what she was really looking for, but it was fun to hang out with. You know, at times. So, inevitably, she, because she's amazing and honest, had a conversation with this person. Instead of, you know, just ghosting him or telling him, like, like, hey, I'm not, I'm just not interested in you, in you anymore. Like, she went to great lengths to have a conversation with this person, heartfelt conversation with this person. Let them know that she's seeing somebody else and that they could just be friends. And when this person, this guy, heard the person that I know have this conversation, he completely flipped out and threatened to like kill the person and all these threats, all these threats, and all this weird emotional aggressive energy that is really fucking scary and really fucking weird and really fucking creepy when you think about it especially for any guys listening listen or yeah for any guys listening stepping into a woman's perspective with this guy now who knows where the person lives they've hung out it's like are they going to come over like there's all of this unknown like threat and pressure that's now put upon this person which is just horrible it's really fucking horrible now someone who is not emotionally stable to whatever extent would probably run back to that person or apologize or fall into that person's frame and begin a horribly toxic relationship based out of fear and insecurity Thankfully, she's not. So she kind of stepped away. And he left. So in this example, we can see that the person didn't really give a shit about the other person. He wasn't really viewing her as a person. He was viewing her as a drug. Now, where in your life have you done something similar? In my life, I can give you tons of examples. From getting super jealous. I've, I've done the 
I'll fucking kill him thing. Um, definitely one time. And I was like really, really young, like, I don't know, 15, 16. Some, somewhere around there. <laughs> now, as I joked about in my, in our, my academy call yesterday, there's a big difference between, uh, someone was telling a story about someone was like, that she had met and they, <laughs> they were, were talking about how they wanted to kill someone and they were kind of like sharing all the steps. So there's like a big difference between saying, I want to fucking murder that person and actually then having a bunch of steps and a plan to do so. Very two different energies, right? It's coming out of emotional like backlash, but still it's super, super, super violent and aggressive and needy and weird and un understandably so, you know, like I've been there. I know what that's like. Like you're, you have no way to give yourself love. And then you meet somebody who's able to do that for you. It's like this fucking shining lighthouse in the middle of the storm. Of course you're going to be pissed when they go away. Because you are not able to fill your own cup. You're not able to give yourself those good emotions. And this can manifest in one of two ways. Number one, you get super... Super um, needy very attached, very sad, very reactive, very pleading, begging. I've definitely been in the past. And then the other thing is, or the other way it can manifest is becoming very aggressive and violent. I'll kill him. I'm not, I don't accept that. I'm not cool with that. You know, <laughs> we belong together. Weird shit like that. That's just, that's just so so much pressure and stress and just just shit on the girl it's like and and i'm not even like obviously those are extreme examples but even the smallest bit of that human beings in general are just extremely adept and sensitive and perceptive about picking up on energy but women more so the, the slightest bit of that they they already detect it <laughs> they, they already feel it and it's already very stressful and and weird and off-putting. And it's just like, no, I, I don't want to engage that even a little bit. Because if that, if I give you even a, if I let you in the door and you're already displaying that energy, even if it's very subtle signs or, or small signs, then what's to stop you from developing this crazy attachment and need? and completely sabotaging this cool thing that we had, this cool dynamic that we had, or becoming very violent and aggressive, which is even, which is even scarier. And all guys have the potential to do that, which is fucking terrifying. Just in general, but also especially to women. Guys are a lot stronger than women. There's a bigger physical threat. I'm 5'6", I weigh like 120 pounds, so basically I'm in that category too. It's also terrifying. <laughs> Being around guys like that who just do not have the proper emotional regulation. It's like, anything can happen. That's not fun for me. I want to know exactly what I'm getting into when I'm hanging out with somebody. Any shifty, red flaggy behavior, I'm like, no, I'm good. Probably nothing goes down, but eh, I'm not going to take the risk. I'm okay. I'm going to love you from afar. <laughs> so where are you doing this with other people? You know, using them to kind of numb what's going on within you, inside of you. To kind of take the edge off. 
and be really honest about this because it's really heartbreaking, you know? If you come from a needy place, it's like having that need destroy relationships. And you can't, you can't, it just prevents you from being your authentic self with the other person. Expressing your full range of personality, having fun. Or the other way, getting super jealous. So there's neediness on one hand, on one side, and then there's jealousy on the other side. Getting super jealous, getting super active. Who, who are you talking to? What? What do they look like? They... <laughs> Bentinho Massaro said this on his podcast. Um, it's a really, really great one. If you don't know, if you don't know who Bentinho Massaro is, definitely look him up. He's a great spiritual teacher. He has a podcast. Then I'm totally blanking on the name, but just look up his podcast or put in Bentinho Massaro into YouTube Relationships. I think it's like the fourth episode. It's amazing. So fucking good. Every goddamn codependent should listen to that episode on relationships. Even if you do, you can't totally like adopt that or like fully let that in, just, just to have the seed planted, it's so fucking good. So fucking good. So being really jealous. Where are you going? Controlling, manipulative. Because it's like, basically the person's your heroin, your drug supply. It's like, I gotta control my drug supply. I, I gotta make sure it's here. Because if it goes missing, if it leaves, I'm fucked. And I gotta feel all this shit. I'm in, I'm in excruciating agony and pain. Why, why else would I have such a severe emotional reaction when the person leaves? Or, God forbid, has a conversation with somebody else. Looks in someone's direction. doesn't text me five seconds after. And I've made, so the exercise that I kind of alluded to earlier, the relationship contract where you create a contract with yourself. I, I said I'm taking a year off. I didn't really give the exercise itself. But what I did to take a year off is I created a contract with myself. And I said, look, Dante, these are all the things that we're going to do before we even consider having a relationship with somebody. And here it is, bam, 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 all these things. All right, some for me, apartment, having income at a specific, specific uh, set amount, reading, just a whole lot of stuff focused on improving myself and healing and filling my own cup. Because I've tried to have a relationship while still being unhealed and it's fucking brutal. Half the days were awesome, totally aligned, totally at ease, expressing myself, laughing, cracking jokes, teasing the other person. The person was amazing, so funny, so beautiful, just awesome. So many of the qualities that I appreciate in a person, super open-minded, super smart. And then the other half of the days, I'm fucking in my head. I'm super emotionally reactive. I'm super needy. I can't talk. You know, I'm jealous. And I'm aware that I'm jealous. And I'm aware why I'm fucking jealous, which makes the jealousy even fucking worse. <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Need to go meditate more. Jesus Christ. Ah. It's brutal. It's fucking brutal. So, taking a break. That's, that's like one thing I highly recommend. If you're a codependent, Take the fucking break, okay? And go join my goddamn Facebook group 
let me give you the tools to help you repair your broken heart and heal so that when you do get into a relationship, it's just fun. There's no attachment. There's no jealousy. Even a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go so far as to say that. Even the slightest hint, okay? No attachment, no jealousy. And that's my personal view. I'm going to take a big old break, obviously a year. But then after that, I'm taking a big old break. You know, it's going to take a lot of time for me to actually decide to fucking get in a relationship with somebody. Whereas before, it was completely backwards. Like, what's the fastest amount of time we can get a relationship together and be super serious? Because the more, the faster I can get us to commit to each other, the faster I can dump all of my emotional shit onto you and start this cycle of being super attached and needy or, or jealous. I, n- I never really had a strong, I was never really on the strong side of like jealousy. Um, you could also call that like, uh, I don't know, like bullying people, fighting, violence, any kind of narcissistic behavior never really applied to me. Like it never resonated with me, excuse me. I was more like way, way needy. Although jealousy, I def- as I talked about, shared earlier, definitely had that. But, I don't know, I've, I'd been, it was like 80% neediness attachment. Longing, missing, craving, you know, abandoning all my values and, and my goals and my purpose to spend time with this person. Having this like gravitational pull into their reality, into their energy. Because I just, there's just not enough love. Like, that's it. You know, the love that you have for yourself, the more you give love to yourself, affection to yourself, acknowledgement, praise, the more you celebrate being yourself, the more you have this innate magnetism. Like this, this... Kind of like a, like a planet, right? Like a black hole has like gravity, has mass. Like you get this like love. That's kind of really scientific. <laughs> really, really nerdy, but like like love mass, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, you get this, this... The fuck is the word for it? Jesus. You have your, you have your own point of attraction. So you're not... Not being pulled by every little thing. People are attracted to you. Not that you can't be attracted to other people, and like being attracted to someone is bad. That's what I'm saying, but it's a different type of attraction. It's not a longing, craving, needing, controlling, manipulative. It's it's just appreciation. It's appreciation that says, hey, I don't give a shit when you leave. <laughs> I don't. I give no fucks. You decide that you need to leave. And so many people, probably when I just said that, are like, what? what? But it's healthy. But don't you, but you love people, right? The, won't you miss them? That's so sad. Like, you, you just don't care. Fuck you. I don't care. Okay? That's a loving fuck you. It's a loving fuck you. It's a, it's a playful fuck you. I'm not actually saying fuck you. I get where you're coming from. But here's the thing. No. <laughs> no. No. Not even a little bit of sadness. No. That implies attachment. Why the fuck am I sad if you decided that, oh, this direction is even better for my life? I feel this resonates. I'm going to be sad that, that, that this path resonates? Why? Because it pulls you away from my life? Why is that sad? Because I can't fill my own fucking cup. That's why it's sad. Because I can't fill my own fucking cup. 
I'm not having a good time over here, or as good a time as I fucking could, by if I invested more time into sitting with myself and processing all this goddamn pain and shit that I have, and doing what my heart tells me to do, inspires me to do, and dedicating some time to fucking take care of myself, emotionally, physically, mentally, why would I be sad? If I'm doing all that, why am I sad? I'm not sad. I'm not sad. I'm not going to miss you. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not. And I'm okay with that. You know, I appreciate you. I love you. That means I'm not attached to you. It means that you can do whatever the fuck you want. You know, it's not going to change how I feel about you. You know, within reason, right? If you, like, start doing meth and stealing shit, you know, I still love you as a person, but I'm, I'm probably not going to, you know, well, I'm not, that's not probably. I'm not going to spend time with you. Like, very rare occasion. Unless you're like, I'm willing to change, and you're totally changing. But that's like one, you know, uh, a hundredth of a percentage point of all the people in that position. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> nine million times out of ten million, or nine million times out of 999, whatever the fuck, million times out of nine trillion, whatever math I just fucking spat it out of my mouth. Um, I, I'm probably not going to do that. You know? It's just attachment, it's just need, it's just craving. It's jealousy, it's control. It's seeing the person as a drug versus seeing them as a person. Now that implies taking like a lot of fucking time to uh, work on yourself and reconnect with your emotions and what you've been through. And that's a lot. I totally acknowledge that. You kind of got to be ready for that. I think you can get inspired to do that by listening to a podcast like this, for sure. I also think that you can get there by experiencing a lot of pain. You know, having that heart-wrenching, heartbreaking, earth-shattering feeling, knife in the gut, when you get cheated on or, which doesn't even exist, cheating's not even a real thing. Um, ugh. <laughs> Um, being cheated on, person leaving, person breaking up with you, whatever. Having this strong emotional reaction. You have that enough times, you start to get sick of it. I definitely got sick of it. I'm like, why the fuck is this happening? Why is this a thing? This seems very pointless. It's taking up way too much of my time and energy to be worrying about this person, attached to this person. And it's getting in the way of, of what actually makes me happy. Like, spending time with this person doesn't actually make me happy. Just like being in a fucking haze of alcohol all day. Or, or weed or some other drug, it's not actually making you happy. It's just distracting you and numbing you from the pain that you're feeling, from the discomfort that you're feeling, from the intensity that's, that's going on beneath the surface. Right? So I'm not even happy when I'm doing that. I'm just coping. I'm not doing what truly fulfills me. I'm not doing what inspires me. I'm not following my heart. I'm not super aligned. I'm not super creative. I'm obsessive. And love isn't obsessive. This is why we need to put down relationships for a while. And just stop having that be a priority. You know? It's like you shouldn't be wanting a relationship. If you're wanting to get into a relationship, you should really be wanting to date yourself. If you want a soulmate, 
okay? Which is very different than a twin flame. <laughs> very fucking different. If you want a relationship, you want a soulmate. If you want to date somebody, then you need to date yourself. When you are then dating yourself, and you no longer want to date somebody, then feel free to date somebody. And then date them for like seven months before considering getting into a relationship with them. And then another year before you consider moving in with them. And then another three years before you consider getting engaged with them. And then another year of being engaged to see if you want to marry them. And then another year or two before you decide you want to have kids. That's a big decision. Huge. Huge. You gotta be able to trust yourself. Your purpose has to come before your partner. 100% of the time, all the time. And if you don't know what your purpose is, your purpose is to fucking heal. And as you heal, your purpose will be revealed to you. Because the more you heal, the better you feel about yourself. The more relaxed you are, the more stress you let go of. the better you're going to feel about yourself. And the more access you're going to have to these higher states of consciousness, these higher vibrations, these states of insane creativity, tapping into your inner brilliance, your inner genius, having all the inspiration, all the ideas, all the insights, all the revelations, all the realizations, all these habits that just feed into each other help you feel better and better and better, more grounded and grounded and grounded, more present and present and present. That opens up your awareness of what your purpose is. You are able to, to receive your purpose as a flash of insight and then act on it. It's what you're here to do. It's what your heart resonates with most. You can't sacrifice that for a relationship. And the more we can see relationships as just fucking drugs, <laughs> like actual crack, like meth, <laughs> the more we'll have like this respect for relationships and for ourselves. See it as a drug, a very hard drug, not weed. Okay. I mean, alcohol is pretty bad, but not even alcohol, but like literally, like meth. You should not crave to a relationship. It shouldn't even be on your radar. And then from that space, you're just meeting people and hanging out with people and having fun with people. There's no agenda, there's no outcome, there's no want, there's no attachment. It's just fun, it's just appreciation. and having very, very high standards and values and boundaries for yourself. And really, really, really making sure that that person is the right person for you, coming from a place of abundance, dating multiple people. Seeing what you really value, seeing what really feels good to you. And feels good to you, not in a attachment, needy, codependent, you know, the person treating you like shit, and 
you chasing them because they're doing that or vice versa. Not that kind of feel good. The kind of feel good that makes you feel very appreciated, very loved, very safe. It starts with giving those feelings to ourselves. The more we celebrate ourselves, the more we love ourselves, the, the more easy it is to attract someone who's going to do the same things for us without having us need them to do those things. We attract people who hurt us because we're not doing that for ourselves. And they're just mirroring where we're at. So bring some awareness to how you're engaging with other people, if it's coming from appreciation or need, longing, craving. And if it is, maybe it's time to take some more time to sit and be with yourself. Tell yourself what you need to hear. Give yourself what you need in that moment. And take a break from trying to secure a reliable drug source. <laughs> And instead, uh, become your own drug dealer for yourself. Date yourself. Put you on a pedestal. Chase yourself. Not for a month. Not for a week. Not for a day. Forever. It's not a temporary fix. Like, okay, I dated myself for two weeks. I feel so good. Can I go back to chasing and longing and needing a partner now? Can I just go back? I need my fix, man. Come on. Come on. And you're just like scratching your arm. Please, please, come on. Dante, can I do it now? Can I do it? No. Stay strong. <laughs> you can do this. Be back the withdrawals. <clears throat> Let all that conditioning and trauma, those limiting beliefs, slowly dissolve and die and fall away and burn up as you continually just focus on yourself and double down on you. If you want some help learning how to do that, go to Facebook, tap in the search bar and put in the Backyard Buddha Tribe. Search that into Facebook, the Backyard Buddha Tribe. Join the Facebook group and have so much content on there from challenges to workshops to boot camps to help you celebrate yourself. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm done with my walk now. I'm going to go inside, do some reading, go through some courses. I love you. I'm proud of you. Choose yourself and continually choose yourself because you're worth it.